millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode of the Cult Pop Show podcast was brought to you by our Patreon. If you want to tell us which films we should watch, get up to two extra exclusive podcasts a month, give us something to talk about in the post credit scene at the end of each episode, or join us for our monthly movie club Zoom call where we discuss a film together, then please consider joining the cult and donating at www.patreon.com slash What's up, cult members? No, that's actually a patron tier. So yeah, you're it's your leaders here, which is also actually another cult, um, a patron tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, cult popsha fans. Um, this is AJ and Richard here at the top of uh, what I'm sure you're very excited about is as uh, as a, a filler episode. <laughs> um if well actually if you if you aren't part of our patreon then this this will just be maybe ever so slightly dated but new Mm. content um we are sort of managing our time a bit coming into the new year wanting to give ourselves a little break from all the um all the big the hustle and bustle of uh big podcasting yeah exactly um and so we thought we'd do um a few episodes that would be Easy to to edit, uh, sort of recycling old content as new. Yeah, um, we're going on a little break. Yeah, and we were going to do the most um, what's the 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 dumbest looking movies we <sighs> hope are coming out in twenty twenty one this week. There will that'll be a, t- a two parter, I imagine. Um, but unfortunately, one of our our hosts uh, got sick and we're not um, gonna say who <laughs> but it wasn't either of us <laughs> um, and so we decided to 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 push forward one of our patreon sample packs as the episode that comes out this week so that is what you're about to listen to now this is a patreon sample pack meaning that these you're about to hear two episodes that are from the patreon exclusive bank and we do two uh well we actually do three shows on our patreon at the moment though the third one is released to the public and that is the movie club which you can join if you want that's on Mm. the cult classics tier but if you want to um just listen and not be involved in the uh movie club discussion then we do have two other options one is our cult member tier which is the first podcast you're going to hear um, after we finish talking today and that is called film franchise follow-ups and that's when we take an old franchise that we've done and we find an extra piece of media or maybe there's been an update maybe a new movie came out um, and we watch and discuss that so that we can have a have a better understanding um, and also explore yeah franchises of old and this was so, this was a podcast idea we came up with when we came up with the podcast yeah we were like well exactly. so we'll do this show called film franchise fortnights and then you know down the road like we could do film franchise follow-ups mm, yeah exactly and then it, um, and it came so the to film- fruition the film franchise follow-ups episode you're going to be listening to is from 2019 i'm not sure if that comes up <laughs> <laughs> um, in in the episode but if it does there you go um and it is on a choose your own adventure netflix special called puss and book um it's it's a spin-off of the shrek slash puss and boots franchise that we did all the way back in the in early 2017 um and we so we we recorded it uh in, in 2019 um and it was pretty fun and i think it's a pretty fun showcase of mm-hmm. what um film franchise follow-ups can be so we'll be back in the middle of the episode after you've listened to this one to introduce the uh next podcast from our patreon which you'll be listening to so take it away puss and boots it's called something else it's called like puss and boot puss and book something tale we talk about in the episode Hey, 
Hello, everybody. And, uh, oh, oh, hey, sorry. Richard. Hey, AJ. Sorry, I, I thought I was just doing this, but you decided no, to come along as well. And uh, uh, happy to have you, no, mate. No, I'm actually got to go. Okay. <laughs> should AJ stitching. stay or should he go? Well, yeah, we're going to make the, the decision for you. Uh, um, much like it was made for me in Puss in Boots. Puss in uh, Boots. Puss in... Oh, my God. <laughs> didn't notice that at all. <laughs> it's called Puss in Book, Trapped in an Epic Tale. Um, so this is film franchise follow-ups, as you know, and we were like, what should we do for film franchise follow-ups this month? Um, and we thought it'd be cool, just for a little change, to do something different, and that different thing is a choose-your-own-adventure interactive Puss in Boots short film called Puss in Book. Yep. So, how is following this work? on from the Shrek franchise, yeah. just for yeah, how does yeah. it work? Uh, so, if you've ever played Bandersnatch, it's like a good version of Bandersnatch. I'm <laughs> I have no problem with Bandersnatch. Um, and so, Puss finds a book, and he gets sucked inside it. And it, there's a storyteller, and he's like, "You have to make decisions. You have to make choices." And then, like, the they come up on the screen, and you click which one you want to do or at least that's how it's supposed to work i watched this on my phone in my bedroom at 3 a.m and it just made the choices for me like would you, could you not it, tap which one you wanted it, i could see the like the heads up display like i could see how it would yeah. work but yeah it just uh, i if i tap my screen it came up with like what happens when you tap a screen normally Weird. Okay. Uh, well, it worked fine for me, and so I got the other choices from you. So, um, should we run through what it's about, and um, mm. and uh, yeah, get um, get through it like that. Okay. Okay. So, um, the first, so it starts off. Puss in Boots is fighting some people, and then mm-hmm. he finds this book that's about his life, and he gets sucked in, and it's revealed that he has to. Uh, he's at the whim of the reader and this obnoxious storyteller who's uh, someone trying to do a John Cleese impression. Mm, um, very clearly someone trying to do a John Cleese and impression. And so uh, the first option you're given is, because a lot of them, the options are like, here, do you want to like help Puss in Boots or do you want to, um, you know, like fuck over Puss in Boots? And yeah. so you, because you did by default, a lot of your ones are like the friendly ones to Puss in Boots. Right. Um, so the first one was, do you want to fight a god or fight a tree? And so you fought a god. Yeah. And uh, what happened? Um, well, I think this is probably a good point to say that this is an episode of the TV show. This is an episode, like this is a special of the Puss in Boots Netflix series, which is called The Adventures of Puss in Boots. Uh, and it, it came out. Sorry, I am going to get to your question. It came out between seasons four and five. And because of that, there are a lot of characters and references (laughs) I did not understand because they're from the show and not from the Shrek mythos nor the Puss in Boots movie. Yeah, Um, sure. So when I fought a god, a character who must be someone in the show came out of the sky (laughs) and started fighting. And he had like a wheel that was really powerful. And then Puss in Boots steals the wheel and he's like, no, I'm powerless without my wheel. And then he shoots him, he hits him back up into the sky. Nice. Um, so what happens when you fight a tree? So you're treated to this action sequence of Puss uh, fighting a tree and like scratching it. And then uh, it's quite funny because um, mm. there's like all these like close up shots of him like scratching the bark and all this shit and then there's just one of like puss flying through the air away from it like <laughs> and like a cat that like the cat you know sound effect that's used everywhere uh yeah. and then it ends with him like um throwing his um his like lance at it and mm. um then he's like no tree is a match for and then the tree falls on him um uh, very funny um and then we're treated to uh what do you want to do next in the story um so did you get do you want to visit a giant or be goldilocks yes yep so you visited a giant i was goldilocks i visited a giant and then it took me to goldilocks really afterwards yeah Interesting. so the the giant was because i think the giant's the wrong choice right yeah yeah so you visit a giant, and it's a giant pig who is a character from the show again. It just, yeah, it's funny because I didn't choose that, but it's um, he's 
you you fly past them at the end of the the story. So and I was like, right. who's this? Right. Um, and he wants gum. He's like a little kid. I think yeah. he's one of the three little pigs. Right. Based on that, and he wants gum. And Puss in Boots is like, I don't have gum. And then he beats him up. And then he's like, Can we go back? And the storyteller's like, Yeah, let's try Goldilocks. Okay. Yeah. So then you go, uh, you transform into Goldilocks, and then he realizes that he has to live out the story of the the three bears, mm. Goldilocks and three bears, uh, to uh, to 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 get out of the book because because he realizes that he has to live out the book to escape it. Yeah. And so, he does it in, in like ten seconds, and it's quite funny. Yeah, and so uh, then the bears come home, and you get to choose whether the bears should be friends or foes. Which is weird that you get to choose that. Um, but once again, if for me, it chose friends, but then it showed me foes afterwards. Oh, really? Okay. Because, again, I think friends is the wrong choice. Yeah, see, make. I got foes. I just chose foes. Right. Um, so what happens when you choose friends? Um. Well, there's the best joke in the whole thing. So uh, they they're like they they turn into friendly bears, and they and then one of them, the the baby bear grabs Puss in Boots, is like, oh kitty, and starts playing with him really rough, and like in the background, baby bear is like causing havoc with like trying to ride on Puss in Boots and stuff, and in the foreground, uh, Mama Bear and Papa Bear are just chatting about marriage marriage stuff, and. <laughs> Mama Bear's like, well, Margaret, back from the hospital now. And then the the, the dads of the Papa Bear is like, oh, yeah, how's her hip? And then she goes, why do you care so much about Margaret? <laughs> um, and then you get thrown out a window and then it goes, I, the storyteller's like, I want to see what happens if they're foes. And Puss in Boots is like, what? Um, and his best Antonio and, and Bandera's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so what is what is uh what yeah, so foes, foes they basically just come in and and fight and then it ends up that puss leaves and then this is i think where we're sh- given the real two different versions of the story because you're you get to choose to go on a, either a pirate adventure or the evil queen adventure well actually okay so did you get after i had to face them as foes mm. Um, then I got to, had to face them as interpretive dancers. Yes. Did you oh, get that? Wait. It what was like, mean? so it was like you tried them as friends and then you tried them as foes and then the storyteller's like, let's do it again, but as interpretive dancers. And then you watched an interpretive dance from the ba- the, the three bears. Do, do you, but did you choose anything? No. No, interesting. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah. It's just like a bonus for doing both of them, I guess. Funny. And and it was like, Puss in Boots goes, he's not in it. He's like, I'm not even in this one. And he's like, you can't be enjoying this any more than I'm hating it. And he's like, you're right, let's go. Yeah, so then, awesome. then, yeah, then we go to the next one, which is what? It's a uh, fight an evil queen or yeah, pirate or adventure. Yeah, or go on a pirate adventure. So I chose pirate adventure, you chose evil queen. Um, well, I didn't choose anything at <laughs> <laughs> the so, system essentially doesn't work if you're not chromecasting it i guess uh no it doesn't work you can't chromecast it how do you do it then uh you can do it on ps4 you can do it on your desktop oh, you can do that. it on your phone i couldn't do it on my phone i'd try maybe just because you've got a real old phone it's not that old it's older than mine <laughs> you just got a fucking new phone you <laughs> <dick>. <laughs> um so um okay so pirate cat Mm. so these are the choices i was given because i imagine they're all different so i'll just go through what happens in the end to to the end of actually no you go first because mine i think is probably the the more long-winded and funny one all right so i got to choose i chose evil queen and then um a bunch of (laughs) They're supposed to be the seven dwarves, but they're just regularly proportioned knights, but they're real they're as tall as Puss in Boots, run out of nowhere. <laughs> and again, I think these are characters from Puss in Boots. Um and then they're like, You need to kiss Snow White to bring her back and he's like, Alright, I'll do that. And then they lift up the coffin and Snow White is another character I don't know who who's like not Snow White, but someone that Puss in Boots doesn't like. Um and so I had to choose whether or not to kiss her or fight the evil queen. 
I think I pick it picked Kiss Snow White for me. So you do that, and then she marries you, and that's the like bad ending is that you get married to her for eternity and have a bunch of kids, and it goes through all the kids that they have together, Ooh. and they're all like weird cat human hybrids, <laughs> and then um. And then he's like, all right, let me try the other way. And I picked Evil Queen and fight the Evil Queen instead. And you go and do that. And then um, it turns out that, lo and behold, Richard, the Evil Queen is another character from the show that I wasn't aware of. Wow. Um, who I think was as Puss's love interest, I think. Ooh. Um, and because he says this tells the storyteller that this is a low blow or something like that. And Funny. then um, uh, you fight her and then. I think you have to fight her, but it doesn't work. And then you get to you. The choices are either fight her or kiss her, essentially. And if you, I know, I remember what happened when you kissed her because it was like this romantic thing. And they, there's there's a there's an extended kissing scene. It's weird. Um, <laughs> and then, um, that sto- then the storyteller is like, well. You you know the story is finished, but you've got to live out every other story for the rest of your life. And then Puss in Boots fights, like he like falls down a pit and then finds a hole in in the paper, and goes through where he discovers the true identity of the storyteller. But what happened in the pirate adventure before we? Get oh to wait, it? who's the? What's the true identity of the storyteller? Did you not get that? No. Ah. Well, what happened in the pirate adventure? Okay, so pirate adventure, you go and you set sail on a pirate thing, and um. There's what I presume are characters from the show because he's annoyed by the fact that they show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes, um, he says something that annoys the storyteller. I think they want to, they're going to start singing. And the storyteller's like, no, no, I hate singing. I'm going to send you to the jungle of really bad things that happen to you. And so he's <laughs> like, how are we going to get there? And then they just fly off the ship. Like the ship hits something and they fall into this jungle where they um, meet like a giant golem a uh like a, a half spider half woman thing and mm. it's like a woman with um the like iron spider legs um yeah. and danny trejo <laughs> um they just meet danny trejo yeah like pretty much there's just one guy who's looks looks a lot like and is voiced by danny trejo um <laughs> and so uh then you have the option to either fight fight valiantly or drink tea and so i drank tea with them um and then they kind of just sit there and they awkwardly drink tea for a little bit before just breaking into a fight anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And then you, again, I think, you know, you'd like get knocked out and fly to a new location, which is the desert. Uh, you like fall into the desert where you encounter a magic lamp, a, ge- a genie's lamp. And then you get your first wish and you have the option for to either wish for uh, riches or a new hat. And so I wished for a new hat. Um, and so he just gets this new hat and it's like identical to his old hat. It's not even like clean. Um, <laughs> and so then you have <laughs> to your wish is you can then your second wish, you can either become a fish or wish for some rope. Um, and I wished for some rope. And so um, he this rope just dangles into frame and he like, you know, pats it and stuff because he's a cat. And um then turns out one of the guys that you fought at the start is holding it. And so they like tie you up to a cactus and whack you with fish. So I imagine that if you became a fish, you would have been on the other, on the other end of it or something. I don't know. Um, And then you get your final wish. You can either free puss and boots or you can free the genie. Um, And so I freed the genie, um, which meant that um, puss then takes over the genie so he he right. becomes he becomes a genie and gets trapped inside the lamp um and then he fuck how does he manage to get out of the he gets out of the lamp how's he um, gonna get out of this one um he gets out of the lamp and decides that he's going to like make his own sto- no sorry sorry i just how dare you get this right um when when you wish the the sacred texts (laughs) when you wish um so with the the wishing to free the genie you get trapped inside the lamp um it then does the thing of like oh let's go back and see what would have happened because you're stuck here like you know that you failed so Mm. you go back one choice and then uh you wish to be free uh, you wish to get out of the book, and so the genie teleports you into the middle of space, 
and then um with with the genie um and then what does the genie look like <laughs> uh it's just like an old dude with a big beard oh. and he's voiced by um he's got a voice so he's from animaniacs um oh, rob paulson no nah, it's not him it's, it does sound a little bit like him but it's a, a joe sug i think his name is okay um no not just like he's a youtuber anyway it's um yeah but anyway he um you then use your head this having the strongest head bone to take over the book um so puss in boots thinks real hard and is able to become the new narrator of the book and so he goes through and changes decisions you've made in the past to like um annoy the storyteller so you go back to the three bears and you get to decide if you want to do interpretive dance or flamenco. Um, oh. And I chose flamenco. And so he, um, uh, yeah, you do this dance and the, the narrators, they'd be like, no, no, stop it, stop it. And then you go back to when you're on the pirate ship and you were about to sing. And now you can either so- sing a song about um, Puss and Boots or about Trout. And I chose to sing a song about Trout. <laughs> and it's just like, Trout, Trout. They're smarter than sauerkraut. Like, it's real funny. <laughs> um, and then uh, finally the narrator has had enough and um, the narrator says, all right, all right, you can get out of the book, but um, just know like you, would, you wouldn't have been able to beat the evil queen. And then anyway, here we go. And Puss is like, no, 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 wait, what, what? I, I could have been, I could have been there. And then he like draws shittily in the sand an evil queen or um, like a scribble that he's like, I don't know what the ending looks like. So, so the ending and he like lies down. He's like, what do you want to do? do like, like take me back to the evil queen, take me back to the evil queen. Cause, cause I think I can beat her. And then, uh, but I chose ending. Cause I was like, I'm, I don't want to play the entire thing. again. <laughs> um, and then he uh, just gets out of the book, but then he like runs back and tries to get back inside the book to fight the evil queen. Interesting. All right. Well, in my version, which is fuck, this is a lot more in this than I, <laughs> than I thought. Um, so yeah, he fights with the narrator, and then he, as I said, he falls he falls down a a pit, or he falls off a castle, and then accidentally tears a hole in the paper that makes up the book. And he goes through into this room uh, and finds the true identity of the storyteller who, lo and behold, Richard, is a character from the TV show <laughs> that I di- didn't know existed. He's a little mouse um, and he, he's he got like a stereotypical like big black guy voice. Oh, Kevin Michael Richardson? Is it? I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm almost 100% sure it'll be Kevin Michael Richardson. <laughs> um, the voice and- of Gantu from... Um- the the um the Leland Stitch series. Right. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> but he's like, How did you do that voice? And he's like, I can do lots of voices and he proceeds to do a bunch of voices. And then I think you fight him and you beat him real easily and you get chucked out of the book. And as you leave and then an old guy runs up to the book and he's like, Oh, what's this? A puss and boots the adventures of puss and boots and he gets sucked inside it. And that's the end of the book. I mean, nice. that's the, the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to us describe <laughs> the plot of this Choose Your Own Adventure. What did you think of it? Did you like it? Uh, I had its moments, definitely. But um, the, like, the animations are definitely a massive step down. <laughs> mm. My feeling with it was it was that feeling of like to return to the Shrek series and see this. It's like. I was gone for five minutes. What the hell happened? It kind <laughs> of feels like of that. Donald Glover from Community coming yeah, back yeah. into the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it it's it's so funny, man. It's like a spin-off to a spin-off because it feels less like we're returning to the Puss in Boots movie world and more like this whole new thing that's just using the iconic character hmm. to like... Oh, in my ending, Puss in Boots learns how to fly as well. Wow. When he becomes an arrow, he's like, Puss in Boots gained the power of flight. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I think... 
what do you think of uh like interactive storytelling on netflix uh, it's, it's quite fun i mean yeah I, I i loved bandersnatch i had such a good time with it i stayed up for like hours just mm. going through and choosing like every single possible like path that i could and obviously i would say this because i'm an adult and not a child but i feel like bandersnatch is the is by far the more interesting yeah i, I know i like i'm sure there's some kids would disagree with you i would like to meet those kids and fight them <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like, i don't know i this felt very simplistic and just kind of annoying and maybe it's because i didn't really wasn't really into the yeah well because you weren't allowed to choose anything yeah that's true actually maybe for me it was just like what's so good about this yeah um, no, I, I had fun with it all right Calm why don't you down, fucking dude. play it again then dude Come why on, don't you... it's just a it's just a game for kids boy boy yeah so there this do you remember puss in boots and the three diablos uh oh yeah vaguely it was like a short film that acted as like a um almost like a pilot for this this series yeah yeah, we should have watched this as well well Um, we didn't um and uh but there is a puss in boots sequel coming out yeah um, that was announced recently wasn't it yeah so it was um nine livers and 40 thieves was supposed to be coming out um and uh last year um and then in november of last year no february uh one of the spider-man to the spider-verse directors um signed on to direct it mm. So it might be the best movie ever made. Puss in Boots and the Three Diablos is only 13 minutes long. So maybe we could watch that another time. But this show, this TV show, this Netflix show, has been currently going for 78 episodes across six seasons from 2015 to 2018, which is less than than six years. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. So they've had a what is why are they separated like that i don't know um yeah so i imagine they oh okay so they they for like season one they released them five episodes at a time yeah it's um the the show's finished as well the sixth and final Ah. season was released last year do you think i hope it had a happy ending should we google look up how it finishes the, the great last mage episode. Sino tells the full story of full history of san lorenzo and what post must do in order to save it doesn't feel like an ending that episode's called and having writ moves on which is quite a cool name for a series title yeah <laughs> and like having writ moves on uh cool well what do we do now do we uh, wanna, does... <laughs> let us know yeah well uh, why don't we let the listener decide um mm. all right um should i tell aj he's a big stupid head or should i give him a compliment give him a compliment you're a big stupid head ah oh, it was the wrong choice yeah the compliment was just that you're a big stupid head great that's all i needed um in honor of puss in boots i'm actually uh you can't see over the sky but i'm actually freeballing it right now <laughs> i'm just wearing my dressing gown I'm, I'm i've dressed up like Woody the pooh or puss in boots i guess um yeah. because i didn't have i only had my boxes on when i, went I can't to see on the scope and they were too tight and i was like you know what i'm just gonna free ball what would Nothing, puss want what would puss want what would in puss honor do? of puss and boots um you're actually a massive pussy <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you everybody go play uh play i didn't even for sound, for sound right saying play because i just watched yeah, it's actually it. pretty fun i mean i guess you know what happens now but yeah maybe you don't well, i'm intrigued by a lot of the stuff you told me can happen so maybe i should go back and do that yeah and play it on your ps4 or something like that my playstation 4 playstation 4 tune um and so this was the um it's worth um noting as well that this was the first time uh netflix Mm. did something like this as well the the um have they got any interactive yeah choose your own adventure have they got any more that they've planned do you know uh, I'm not actually 100% sure. Um, 
Yeah, I think there is another couple of, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, like you know, the Netflix, the like the Puss in Boots ones kind of thing. Mm. Um, let me just see, have a look at, see, choose your own. Oh yeah, no, they've got um, you versus Wild, mm. <laughs> which is like a man versus wild. Choose your own. Oh yes, thing. yeah, I did know about that. Yeah um and a minecraft story mode thing as well wow excuse me everybody i've got to go play the minecraft choose <laughs> in this interactive series you'll make me. key decisions to help bear girls survive thrive and complete missions in the harshest environments on earth imagine if bear girls dies like on camera for real <laughs> yeah and you're like wow oh, so there's like um there's like eight 20 minute episodes of that nice that's awesome it's good stuff I might even one day think about trying in a group with some friends. And be like, oh, kill me a group. We had chips and dip the other day because oh, I was yeah. like, when was the last time you guys had chips and dip? When was like, the last yeah. time you had chips and dip? Well, it was two days ago now. Well, we were before that. Not, not for ages. Really? I love chips yeah. and dip. What kind of dip? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Someone else made the dip. It was oh, just yeah. the- I, love, I, love, I love a good kiwi onion dip. Yeah, I think that was what it Fuck was. Fuck yeah, dude. And I bought sour cream and chives chips. Nice. Which is quite controversial, apparently. Yeah. Someone- um, we, That's we like my like, favorite flavor. We have chip, yeah, but you don't like salt and vinegar. Yeah, I don't know why anyone can like salt and vinegar. Because it's delicious. It just hurts. It just hurts your mouth. It's like vinegar, so it, so it like eats away at your skin, and then it's salt, which hurts the skin. <laughs> Ow, the salt, it hurts my skin. Um nah, salt vinegar is good. Someone at yeah, we have drinks and chips on Fridays at work, and someone was like grabbed a bag and was like, How good are green onion chips? And everyone was like Um <laughs> like, really? like no one backed them up. <laughs> green onion would be in my top three. Easily. I mean they're fine. I don't know. I would, my I, top three in no particular order are sour cream and chives, green onion, and ready salted. And I acknowledge that ready salted is a weird choice, but it's no ready salted's a good blatant canvas, especially if you're having dip. Um, salt and vinegar is the number one. No, I I I feel like the world is against me on this. Yeah, they are. I'm the guy who said that the sun, the earth revolves around the sun. You no, know what I mean? Not. You know that that poster in the first episode of Fargo that's the fish yeah. going against the other fish and it says what if you're right and they're wrong that's how I feel you guys are all on the wrong side of history I'm I'm the equivalent of the first white person to say that slavery is wrong I'm a hero alright everybody thank you for listening to this Patreon episode of Film Franchise Follow Ups uh, let us know what we should do next what do we do we have plans for October what was the plan uh, yep <laughs> what, what are we doing next uh, time? We're going to watch the um, six episode reboot of Scream, the TV series, which, because um, only six episodes, I've seen the first two seasons and Christmas and Halloween special, whatever it was. Uh, but this is the season that brings back the iconic Ghostface mask. And it's an anthology thing as well, so we don't need to have seen the Man, previous seasons. It really flew under the radar, or has it not come out yet? No, it came out. Oh, well, it really they, flew um, under the radar. Because they. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a whole big the part of the Weinstein scandal like affected it, and it was filmed like two years ago, but it only just came out and they just dumped it um, over three nights. We can talk nice. about that more next month. Uh, okay. All right. Do you want well. us to say goodbye, or um, do you want us to um, go over the Puss in Boots thing in more detail? <laughs> oh, they want us to go over the Puss in Boots thing in more All detail. Right. We open on a. <laughs> This is horrible. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, that episode of Film Fragile's follow-ups. I did. Well, thank you. I'm glad. Um, and now uh, you're going to be listening to our $10 tier uh, Patreon reward, which is uh, a podcast we like to call generic underscore movie underscore podcast dot exe. Um, and this is on our cult leader tier. Yeah. So if you're looking to find this, join our cult leader tier for, for generic underscore movie underscore podcast dot exe. Often abbreviated to GMP. 
And uh, yes, this is a podcast where we um, take suggestions for films to watch. It has to be a film that does not have uh, any sequels, is not part of a franchise in any way, otherwise it would qualify for Film Franchise Fortnights. Um, and yeah, we put up a post on the Patreon for that uh, is only visible to the $10 and above patrons, and uh, they comment a bunch of movies they'd like us to cover, and the one with the most likes will be covered um, and sometimes, uh, you know, that, that it can change. It, it's it's very interesting to watch it fluctuate throughout the month. There's been a, a, an occasion recently where we started watching a movie that, and then realized it hadn't won, um, and yeah. then had to change. But um, but you're not listening to that episode. What you're listening to, what you're about to listen to, is uh, one of the classics of uh, GMP, which is uh, thirteen going on thirty. Mark Ruffalo's breakout role in thirteen going on thirty. Nice. I think I'm supposed to be annoyed that you said that, but I can't remember if well, that let's was find part out. of it. Alrighty. What's up, patrons? Welcome along to another episode of generic underscore movie underscore podcast how are you all? I'm good. Sorry cool. to talk over you, audience. Um, <laughs> here's the only ad-free um, Cole Popshire podcast. Mm, very Apart cool. from YouTube, I guess. That's true. <laughs> don't, t- don't tell Acast that. But who wants to watch a po- who wants to listen to a podcast off YouTube? It's so much less convenient. Yeah. Unless you do, do listen off YouTube. And then, In which case, then, I, love, like, I love you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, YouTube so, gets us gets us like almost all of our comments anyway. So yeah. Well, important. anyway, we're here today to talk about the movie Thirteen Going on Thirty, or mm-hmm. if you're from some countries, uh, you'll know it as Suddenly Thirty. Really? So this was suggested by, I believe, Brianna. Mm. Um, hey, so Brianna. Hey, thanks for suggesting this. Um, and yeah, what's it about, mate? Uh, it's sort of. It's almost like come to be the quintessential body switch movie, even though it's not really a body switch. It's about a 13-year-old girl who um, wishes she was one of the popular girls and then she wishes so hard and some magical dust falls on her and she wakes up and it's 27 years later. No, 17 years 17 later. years later. And she's 30 and yeah. she's like, cool, I'm 30 now. Yeah. She will, and then um, she turns. <laughs> she finds out that she's not that great of a person, yeah. And she's now friends with the like lead bully, and her best friend from when she was thirteen who is now Mark Ruffalo, and yeah, she's um, Jennifer. They've, they've kind now. of lost their way, yeah. And so she sort of sets out to fix up her life in a way that only the wide-eyed wonderment of some uncorrupted thirteen-year-old can do, mm. and uh, yeah. So let's yeah. let's get through this movie. So stars Jennifer <laughs> Garner, um, and then as the grown up Jenna. Yep. And then you also have, uh, as we mentioned, Mark Ruffalo and Judy Greer play like the grown up versions. Um, so also you may have noticed um, there's a few MCU actors in this film because um, you got Judy Greer obviously from Ant Man. Mark Ruffalo uh, is the Hulk. Uh, Andy Serkis is Claw. Oh. He's also in this movie. And um, Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. Who's she? Brie Larson has, is in this film for 10 frames as one of the six <laughs> chicks. So there's oh, like wow. the, the clique of girls that bully Jenna. Uh, the one as on a, the right as a 13 year old. is Brie Larson. Oh, wow. Cool, cool. Um, Jim Gaffigan is also in this oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, as like the unappealing version of um, what her crush from when she was 13 yeah, grows yeah. up to be. And he, of course, plays Tony Stark in, in the MCU. Mm, yeah, of course. Jim Gaffigan's Tony Stark. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the fun little fact for you. Ashley Benson is also one of the six chicks. Who's that? Uh, she's she's an actress. I feel like she's been- Don't you in... get it? Ben's son? Yeah. She's the killer. <laughs> she, she was um, the lead in Bring It On, Bring It To Win It. And it oh, cool. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, we watched this movie, 
And did we enjoy it? Um, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, this this is still this is another uh, movie of that nostalgic kind of, but not super yeah. into. I guess uh, I, I do. I don't mind it. It's watching the movie for some w- weird reason. I just so distinctly remember the scenes that were in the trailer from this movie. Yeah. Well, on a, on a similar um, kind of thought, I feel like 13 going on 30 has stayed in um, the pop cultural kind of headspace for a long time, despite the fact that I, I'd seen it once when I was 10. And despite I don't the fact know, that you'd seen it once, it managed to- in spite yeah. of that. Yeah, no, no. I'm more, I'm more meant like, I feel like people reference 13 going on 30 as a concept, but no one gets too specific. Yeah, I guess <laughs> just because of the title as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, I um, think that's what it is. And um, 13 going on 30 is a much better title than Suddenly 30. I don't mm. know why they changed it. Like, I, I, I don't know what the problem is with that that, you know, makes people change it. But yeah, so- Oh, what to say about this movie? Um, going 13 going on, like going on is an offensive term in some countries. Yeah. Australia oh, yeah. is one of the countries I'm pretty sure that it's called Suddenly yeah. 30. Um, but yeah, so one thing I want to bring up about this film. So when Jennifer Garner's Jenna Rink is, you know, older, she reconnects with Matt Flamhaff. 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 Yeah. Who is uh, Mark Ruffalo. And he's engaged to be wed. And mm. seems, you know, reasonably happy in his relationship. And then on the day of his wedding, she manages to go back in time uh, to when she was 13 and then, you know, properly pursue Matt. And then we flashes forward to when they're 30 again and they've, you know, grown old together. couple of yeah. things with that. One, it's mentioned earlier in the film that she got a nose job, but she still has the new nose in the mm. um, in the alternate future we see at the end. So, I don't know, she just got the same nose job again. Um, but mm. also, I feel like we're not shown enough that Mark Ruffalo is, like, unhappy in his marriage and his Thanks. engagement. I'm so, I'm, I'm so glad you brought this up, Richard. Um, yeah, because it's just kind of like, oh, yeah. Jenna, yeah, Jenna Rink, you are the bad guy for this. <laughs> you know, the, the, you are not the hero by by stealing someone's fiance. That was, that was one of my main issues with the film because- Like, if they made um, her cheat on Mark Ruffalo or something like that, you know, that justifies it. Yeah, mm, sure. But also, they had they fell out of um, their friendship broke up after like when they were thirteen. Like she she became one of the popular six chicks, the seventh six chick, sixth chick, um, when they were thirteen. Like moments moments after when she flashes forward to the future in the the original timeline, um, and so Richard, if uh, yes, I. I had if I had a friend, say me. Who was oh, no a girl? Oh, say uh, Jeremy. No, all right. If I had a friend named Jenna, <laughs> it doesn't matter what her name is. When I was thirteen, and you know, it was clear that I had a crush on her, and it was clear that um, you know anyone looking at us would would see that I was protective. You know, I felt protective of her, and, and you know, saw saw like worship the ground she I walked feel like on. There's a dozen girls that actually would fit this description for you. Exactly, and and you know, and you know, the the coolest thing about her is that she doesn't even know she's beautiful, just the way she is. That kind of thirteen year old noble nobility that like. <laughs> Only you know, only thirteen year olds think of is course. noble. Yeah. And then when when we were thirteen, she uh, really hurt my feelings, became a popular girl, and I never became friends with her again. Okay. If that happened, and then seventeen years later, that girl comes back into my life while I'm engaged, I wouldn't give a shit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any. Like you know what? She they. She wasn't enough of like the one that got away, or enough of like the most important person in his life in that original timeline for it to be in any way justified that he would, um, you know, risk his marriage, his his upcoming marriage for her. Mm. They they didn't have strong like I. Well, I guess. But what if what if the girl came up to you and managed to somehow prove that she. Um, missed the last 17 years because that does happen in the film uh, I don't know I, I, it, it's, it's, I, maybe I would be friends with him but I definitely wouldn't let it like 
affect my my marriage which should be more important i don't know and like this is this is of course on um matt as well like really he's he's kind of the shittiest guy because he's knowingly cheating on his fiance with a a girl he somewhat believes is um 13 years old yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, so like it's 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 a lot of it falls on him as well but my my point being is like the movie doesn't seem to be aware of this but because they're painted as the the protagonists the good guys but in real life like i'm barely friends with anyone i was friends with when i was 13 and i don't think 13 maybe if if it was like if they'd stayed friends till like they were 17 or 18 then maybe there's a bit more concrete there but the the way it stands i was like i just i cannot relate to this at all because i would not care about a 13 year old girl who broke my heart when i was 13 uh you say that i feel like you would i i wouldn't anymore and certainly not by 30 yeah you are closer to 30 than 20 now too i know and I, so I feel like I have more <laughs> credence to say this. Oh, uh, well, maybe when you get to my age. Um, yeah. 26, I d- but I literally older. just got to your age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think their relationship in the film doesn't feel too forced. So my main issue is that, yeah, they need to shitify her, his, Matt's fiance somehow. Yeah. Uh, and they do a little bit. She, yeah, but not not real. Like nothing, not anything enough. wrong. It's just like it's more just like wedding day nerves. It's nothing like oh, well, because he does say he doesn't believe in true love at one point. Or he doesn't believe in like true love or having like one person. So it's like I guess that's kind of like you know I don't know. But then maybe he's lying and he secretly does, mm-hmm. and um, he he always thought Jenna was his true love. Yeah, but if you. <laughs> That just makes him a fucking loser. Yeah, (laughs) thirty years old and thinking about this girl you like when you're thirteen. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, this the whole thing serves to teach Jenna, thirteen year old Jenna, an important lesson, which is cool. It's just there's a lot of mucky um, kind of ethics in there because she, she, in her as her actual thirty year old self, she she finds out that she's like part of an affair with a married man and he, she herself is is engaged and you know and it's it's like all of the stuff she feels real bad about but then she goes and does the same thing with grown-up matt even though yeah but it, well yeah you know but it is weird because it's like knowing what she knows now should she like not pursue matt because she knows that he ends up with some other chick yeah, maybe and maybe that too. Like, but, you know, then, like well, then, but then it's like he doesn't believe in true love, so it's like and he, and yeah, like it is weird because it's not breaking up a marriage; she's just preventing it from ever existing. <laughs> yeah, which isn't really the, that bad. Like accidental existential questions um, mm. from thirteen going on thirty. Like every every time you someone gets married, you're preventing that person from marrying someone else in the future. Yeah, that's true. Um, I have an. Uh, Another kind of uh, similar point I wanted to bring up. There's a part in the film where um, where Jenna and her best friend, who was the bully when they were 13, I can't remember her name. Uh, Tom, Tom, Tom Tom. Lucy. Tom Tom. Lucy. Um, they're at a bar and then Lucy's like, oh, that guy behind you has been checking you out um, This was night. a trailer and- moment, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, really? She's like, oh, my God. Okay. And you see, like, this kind of Clive Owen type. It looks like Clive Owen, which is why I say Clive Owen type. In fact, for a second, I was like, I don't know Clive Owen was in this movie. Clearly, he's going to be a main character from here on out. Um, And then, and she's like, you should go talk to him. She's like, you know what? I will. And she turns around. She walks right past the Clive Owen type up to a 13 year old boy and is like, hey, so you're pretty cute. And he's like, oh, you want to go out? And before before the conversation can continue, Lucy grabs her and, and takes her away. Now, this is an interesting application <laughs> because are we watching a movie now where the main character is just straight up a pedophile? Is this the, is this the main character? Is this the character we're supposed to invest in? Because, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the format of big and- yeah, right, as we So are you just the- saying that like pedophiles are just like um, 13-year-olds stuck in adult bodies? I'm saying- And that's why they're attracted to children. I'm saying had Jenna gone uninterrupted, she would have had a 
romantic date with a 13 year old boy i'm saying what do you think richard <laughs> you know because i think this is a very like special circumstance <laughs> <laughs> listen officer this is a very special <laughs> yeah. circumstance because like with with all these like the the subcategory of the subcategory that is body switch movies these the, the ones that are like the character changes age you know, you got big. Mm. You've got seventeen again. Yeah, Freaky Friday, yeah. Freaky Friday. You've all you've always got. <laughs> they actually, that. I was that was joking, but they do change ages as well. Yeah, but I mean, that's more a body switch. Thing. Yeah. Um, there is always that creepy, um, scene like in Big. He he straight up like has sex with someone, even though he's yeah. like thirteen, and this I like. I mean, at least you can't be like, oh, imagine if big but if the 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 genders were reversed it wouldn't be able to air but it's like yeah this kind of is what it is and that kind of does kind of happen at some point yeah Um, maybe not as far but like yeah there is actually no actually it is kind of creepy that this girl who's uh, like with the mind of a 13 year old is such an object of desire but through for a couple of characters Um, yeah it was jennifer garner in 2004 yeah, the the one nice thing I can say about this movie is it's really fun to see Jennifer Garner play a, quite a quite a um eccentric role. I think yeah, because at the time the only thing I was familiar with her with was um Alias, which is quite serious. Mm. And so it's called. It's always called. I, I you know me. I love a good fish out of water character. You moment. do. Oh my god, you will not shut up about it. Mm. And so it's cool to see to see her be that i guess but overall it's a pretty standard movie with some very uh scary implications as we've discussed yeah um so fun facts about this film mm-hmm. uh director gary winnick uh died in 2011 cool um that's all i've got <laughs> 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 uh, what else no. did he direct uh he made charlotte's web bride oh. wars oh very on brand for 13 going yeah, on I don't know. um mark ruffalo didn't know that brie larson was in it there's a video of him finding out on the red carpet which is quite funny <laughs> cool um if I can move us along. If, Please if do. I, I, yeah. I, at the four minute mark of this podcast, I was like, <laughs> how do we normally keep talking for so long? Um, I'm out of things to talk about. Andy Andy Circus is in this film. Yeah. As, you, as, you, yeah. as the boss of the magazine company that Jenna works for. Um, and when uh, Andy Circus did his iconic roles video, last year yeah the, one the, of the ones the gq actor yeah, breaks yeah. down their iconic roles videos yeah 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 one of the ones he talked about was 13 going on 30 and at the time i was like jesus this really like emphasizes how lacking andy circus's career is when it comes to you know because in jennifer well maybe in mark ruffalo's breaking down iconic roles he probably wouldn't talk about 13 going on 30 i disagree jennifer garner might but <laughs> You think Mark Ruffalo would talk about 13 going on 30? Yeah, 100% yes. Why? Why wouldn't he? You know why he wouldn't. What? He has better movies to choose from. Nah. He has more iconic roles. That's the name of the series. Nah, this is, that's definitely an iconic Mark Ruffalo it role. It is not an iconic. How is this it, yes, it is. Okay. That is Mark- 100% an iconic <laughs> Mark Ruffalo role. Fuck, let's, right, we're doing this, aren't we? How Mark do you do it? Ruffalo movies. All right. Um, okay. Mark, you, you Google Mark Ruffalo movies. Avengers Endgame. The Avengers. 13 going on 30. That's the order they put them in. And then now you see me. What What else? What else is Mark Ruffalo in that, like, name the 15 films that Mark Ruffalo's role is more iconic. The MCU counts as one. Um, which... Are more iconic than 13 going on 30. Zodiac. Yep. I'd need to look at a list of his films, no. but I feel like that's fair. No. No. <laughs> Why? Why is it not no, fair? It's not. I- so you got, okay, you got Zodiac. If now you, you see me. No, if you, Begin again. If you Shutter before, Island. Spotlight. Just Shutter like Island, Heaven, which iconic, is on the same thing. Um, ugh, a Terrible no, Sunshine. Listen, 
if you yeah exactly yeah, absolutely if you if yeah, you no, ask like, me I'm, it's not like we've named like oh my gosh he's got such a like you know <laughs> dense filmography of iconic roles that like the movie that made him a household name isn't mm. gonna isn't gonna make the cut if you had asked me two weeks ago before 13 going on 30 was anywhere in my mind you know it hadn't been suggested and we weren't we didn't know we were going to watch it if you had said to me, what's an iconic Mark Ruffalo role, 13 going on 30 wouldn't be in the top five or six I'd name. Uh, yeah, well, that, that that sounds like more of a you thing than a society thing. You, th- what? you asked anyone <laughs> <laughs> what, like, to name iconic Mark Ruffalo movies, within the first five or six, they're going to name 13 going on 30. What a what a and, claim! And, what, with such confidence as well. And also, like, of course, he's going to mention it in his iconic roles video because it's literally like that was his breakout role. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Let's look at Mark Ruffalo's filmography. Okay. What do you have? So, Eternal Sunshine and Thirteen Going On Thirty came out in the same year. Before that, he had In the Cut, View from the Top. I don't remember being in that. My Life Without Me, Wind Talkers. Um, apartment 12 the last castle committed you can count on me ride with the devil a fish in the bathtub how does anyone get old 54 save me and the last big thing okay. blood money dentist the destiny what of marty fine after? and because then, you can have a breakout so 30 going on after 30 the- and then immediately after that he collateral just like heaven rumor has it all the king's men zodiac like his career massively took off, not only after 13 going on 30, but because of 13 going on 30. Wow. I will not sit here and have you say that Mark Ruffalo wouldn't mention 13 going on 30 in his iconic roles video. Shall we tweet This him is the ask? most angry I've ever been on the podcast. This is, oh, God. <laughs> God. So stupid. Look, can we all at least agree that Andy Serkis is pathetic for mentioning it? I disagree again. <laughs> I watched the, the I watched the video and you talked and because you, you told me like you said me like this is like half an hour long and he spent ten minutes of it talking about 13 going on 30. And like, he's got quite a fun role in it. And it's like again, it was just one of one of his first because it came out right after um principal after the Lord of the Rings trilogy had finished. And um, let me let me just look at um, Andy Serkis's filmography. No, too. no, no, no. I'm not saying no. You've misunderstood my my moot. I am not saying Andy Serkis should have talked about other movies, which is what I was saying with Mark Ruffalo. I'm saying Andy Serkis does not have enough movies to have done a, a half an hour long iconic characters video. Mm, I disagree. Um, because I watched that video. It's also only like 20 minutes as well. Let's, let's you know, not get too ahead of ourselves. You said um, 30 minutes. I was going off your point. No, I was going off because you told me it was 30 minutes and you spent 10 minutes talking about 30 and going on if 30. If you said, what it's would like you love to hear? It's like 20 minutes and it's like two minutes about 30 and going on 30. But it's because <laughs> he did he did the Lord of the Rings trilogy and King Kong. And in between that, he made 30 and going on 30. And it's just like this funny little comedy that he got to do after doing all these serious films and i think he really enjoyed doing that and i can understand 100 percent why he would want to talk about that all right and i don't think it makes him pathetic i i think all of this just comes from my original statement which you also disagreed with which was this movie i guess sort of what i was saying is this movie has no right to have stayed in the public consciousness for his isn't like it's endured nah, th- this I film think. is like iconic for a generation and like like the amount of people our age that have seen this film is billions <laughs> <laughs> what a nothing statement a- <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh, okay um none of that changes one like, okay if it wasn't one truth if it wasn't that this for, movie isn't very good if it wasn't for the hulk 13 going on 30 would be mark ruffalo's most iconic role i'm saying it the- that's true i'm sorry maybe just like heaven i could give you that but they're, they're pretty much the same you know they're, they're on the same kind of level i would say if you go to mark ruffalo's wikipedia page does it say what his breakout role was uh let's see 
because he's not particularly remarkable in 13 going on 30. I don't know why it would be his breakout role, because usually a breakout role is like quite an impressive or iconic performance. Um, it says he he gained international prominence by playing the Marvel Comics character Bruce Banner slash the Hulk. Right. <coughs> okay. Um, you said that like it proves your point. No, I'm just saying it's... <laughs> <laughs> I just said it and matter of factly. All right. Shall we shall we move on to something else? I feel like you're very upset with me. <laughs> I am. But we can we all like Mark Mark Ruffalo. No yeah, I love not- his iconic role in Thirteen Going On Thirty. Do you love it? Do you love his role in Thirteen? Yeah, Going I do. On 30? I love this movie and I love Mark Ruffalo. I'm oh, sorry. You I do wanted not to, love this I wanted movie. to just match your energy, but I do love this movie. Fuck you. You do not. Fuck you. I do love this movie. What do you love about it? Oh, it's just a fun movie, and it's a great Mark Ruffalo role. No, stop mentioning Mark Ruffalo. Okay. You're telling me 25 minutes into a conversation, which began with both of us being like, yeah, it's not that great. You're telling me that you think it's good now. Yeah, I do. I think you just want to hurt my feelings. <laughs> well, like, okay, I, I, John, should we see how much I get? How, um, because I logged it on Letterboxd. Follow me on Letterboxd, RMPM, uh, which is my initials, by the way. Um, thirteen cool, going man. on thirty. I gave this three and a half stars. Out of what? Five. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's above average. All right. It's just a fun, it's a fun nostalgic movie for me and I enjoy watching it and I liked finding out that Brie Larson was in it. It's, you know, it's one of those movies that it takes a couple of watches to pick everything up because it's so <laughs> dense and clever and um, Mark Ruffalo's great in it. And actually that's probably the role that um, made me realise who Mark Ruffalo was. I actually agree. I, I, I think Mark Ruffalo, I, was, I think I recognised him from movies like this yeah so of course he'd fucking mention it in his iconic roles video (laughs) (laughs) what good content it's a shame we're wasting this on the patreon what don't (laughs) (laughs) let's let them patrons alright this is this is our our um should we, should we do a poll that's would Mark Ruffalo mention? I don't think we need to do a poll. I think, I think just comment on the post on Patreon. Is what is Mark Ruffalo's iconic, most iconic role? No, his break after Hulk. That's the question. After after Bruce Banner slash the Hulk, what is Mark Ruffalo's most iconic role? Yes, can we agree on that? Uh, yes. Okay, so leave your comments. Leave your thoughts in the comments on this post, um, and I'll be interested to see what people think. Other than that, though, I'm probably done talking about all of these things. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably have, I'm pretty happy to call it there. All right. Thank you very much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time on Generic Movie Podcast. Thank you. Okay, that was the GMP on 13 going on 30, a sentence which would sound like complete nonsense to the uninitiated, but you are no longer the uninitiated. Now so if you, you are know. a listener, yeah, 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 exactly. If you are a listener of Cult Popsha and you have never joined our Patreon, that is a little um, a little insulting. sample to... to oh, <laughs> that is a little insulting that you wouldn't do that. No, 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 it's fine. But it's a little sampler to maybe whet your appetite um, for for donating and joining the Patreon, which you can do over at patreon.com slash cultpopsha. And if you cannot support us monetarily, that is absolutely fine. One of the other ways you can support us is by liking and commenting and sharing on, on all our content on our Facebook or our YouTube or our Instagram or our Twitter. Um, and you can 
also join our discord which there is a link to in the description of this podcast highly recommend the discord it is where um the walls between podcast host and podcast yeah. fan completely crumble uh we'll attack each other's character in the middle of a discord we'll yeah, not um, like not reveal- even just each other's we'll attack your character <laughs> and you attack ours <laughs> we'll reveal personal uh, details, um, private secrets, all sorts of things. So if you want to get involved in that and actually talk to us like real people instead of this weird one-way uh, conversation we've got going, and I know that there is a hefty majority of, of regular listeners, um, according to the stats, who have never reached out, um, then this is your chance to do just that um, and come and join us and talk to us because we'd love to meet you. I'll, I'll give you a virtual kiss on the cheek and welcome you in to the cult option discord um but other than that uh, that is the episode for this week yeah um i imagine we'll probably be back next week with the dumbest looking films we hope are coming out in 2021 um but who knows who knows someone else could be sick yeah not us no, though not us Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.